Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Happy New Year! Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. You're listening to The Dork Forest. It is available on all of the websites, and including iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube. And if you go to dorkforest.com or jackiecation.com, you'll find links to all of it. And then I have another podcast with Lori Kilmartin just about stand-up comedy. But this is The Dork Forest, and it's January 2020, so Happy New Year, and feel free to start donating again. That's right. Donations went off last year, and I don't blame you, but uh, think of me. And PayPal will let you do it monthly if you want, but I understand if you don't want, because monthly is um, is its own commitment. But the people who do do it monthly, ha I said do-do. Uh, I totally appreciate that. But there is also going to be new merch. I'm phasing out one of the uh, Dork Forest t-shirts. I think it's the black one. It might be the green one. The green one's almost completely out of stock, so I think it might be the Dork Forest one itself. But uh, feel free to try and order stuff so that I can get those two new shirts on the website, because right now the merch page is a bit crowded, shall we say. By the way, my website is done by Vilmos. You know that. The song that was just sang was composed by Mike Rickberg. He'll sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. And Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio and has been doing it for low these many years. And I genuinely appreciate that about him uh, so much. The new shirts are going to be a shirt with a bunch of my dad's sayings and a drawing of his face uh, on uh, that Jenny Fine did. And Jenny Fine, of course, was the uh, artist who did the Meat Shield t-shirt. And she also did the art for the Horcrux album and DVD. You can get all of uh, my old merch still at JackieCation.com. And the new merch, feel free to email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com. And we'll figure it out, is what I'm saying. Um, I'm going to record a new album in 2020, but I don't know where or when. Uh, feel free to come and watch me work on the new hour at JackieCation.com. has all of my tour dates and at JackieCation on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. There's also a Dork Forest Ranger page that you can get into. Donations, PayPal, Venmo, do whatever you need to do. But I'm very appreciative of everybody's support over the last 13 years. Let's get into some dorkdoms, shall we? Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm not in my living room, you guys. I'm in uh, Nicole Levy's living room. Hello. How are you? And welcome to the program. Hi, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicole Levy and I uh, work together in the closed captioning industry where she uh, has grammar skills and I do not. So I log <laughs> things in and she captioned things. So uh, she's moved on uh, to brighter brighter worlds um, where, but it's at Nicole and I, it's nice Olay, N-I-C-E-L-O-E. Wait. O-L-E. O-L-E. Nice O-L-E. Yes. Cookies is your Twitter handle. Yes. And then it's NicoleLevy.com. And uh, you awesomely wrote on Cloak and Dagger and Produced and all these things. Uh, a great show. Uh, Thank a, a you. A delight in, in my Marvel love of things Marvel. You too love things Marvel. I do. I love all the things Marvel. <laughs> you love all the things Marvel. But I will say this is that... Um, we're not talking Marvel today. I just did one two episodes ago. You people deserve, uh, well, not to not hear about it, but uh, the fact is, is I threw out, because uh, it was a Janet Jackson anniversary or something, mm-hmm. and so I was like, hey, does anyone know anything about Janet? It turns out a lot of people know something about <laughs> Janet Jackson, but I've been wanting to have you on the program for low these many years. So, uh, Nicole Levy, uh, it's uh, Nice Olay Cookies, and it'll be in the thing Cloak and Dagger, uh, movie for the theater, The Banker. The Banker. You wrote out. the screenplay. Uh, co-wrote the screenplay with uh, George Nolfi. Okay. And it comes out in theaters March 6th. In Mar- uh, Oh, March, just this next month. And yes. then uh, you uh, have a Netflix show I wor- I worked that you're on... working, that you worked on. Yes. I worked on a Netflix show called Fate the Wink Saga. Winks. W-I-N-X. Um, W-I-N-X, created by uh, Brian Young, and it drops in September of this year, on, I believe. Onto the Netflix. On Netflix. You guys all have it. Okay. So uh, watch those programs. And now... Let us begin. Yes. Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Singer, dancer, 
actress. One of the Jackson 5? No. She was not in the Jackson 5, <laughs> she right? She was not. Much younger, right? Much younger. Much younger. And the boys were already <laughs> often famous. And, okay. And little Janet showed up. And little, <laughs> how much younger? How much younger than, than Michael? You know what? I I don't know the exact years. I mean, when they, I remember seeing video of like them, like the brothers all performing, like they were the very famous Jackson Five, and she was like little, like four years old, cutting okay. out. Okay. Okay. Like, so, and he was only like six or seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think by him, now he was probably like 10. Oh, 10 or 11. Yeah. So he might be five or six. He yeah. might have been five I or six. Yeah. I don't know the actual math. So. Fair enough. But younger. <laughs> never younger. in the Jackson Five. She was never in the Jackson what about Five. La- La- uh, I digress, but what about Latoya? No, it was always just the boys. Okay. Well, for the Jackson Five. For the Jackson right. Five. I do remember yes. that because uh, they all wore a bell bottom quite nicely. They wore a bell bottom a lot. Uh, yeah. Yes. And uh, But Latoya, is she younger than Janet? No, Latoya's the second oldest daughter, oh, okay. I believe. I think Rebe might be the oldest and then Latoya or vice versa. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. So uh, because Maria Bamford worked with Latoya Jackson on the world's worst celebrity cooks. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yes. And Bamford, she's like, uh, she's got to be 70 years old. And she looks like she's 12. And she has the energy of a 15-year-old cheerleader. Yeah. And she's wandering around. And Maria said, how are you doing this? How, like, she, she's on fire. Right. And she said, uh, Latoya Jackson said to her, it's all in your mind. Just focus. And Maria's like, oh, my God, you're totally going to win. <laughs> And she did. She did, did win. Did she really? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Hilarious. And because and Maria said she was berated because uh, the pineapple slices for their pizza that they were making together, uh, Maria had not made them evenly. And Latoya was like, "They're not even. Do them again." <laughs> and Maria was like, "It doesn't matter. Why are you making me do this? I can't possibly matter." Anyway, so but Janet Jackson, Janet Jackson, the work ethic of the whole family, given to them by their banana like banana land, like crazy yeah. dad. It was like, we're doing this. We're doing this. And I, you know, I mean, obviously I don't know any of them personally. I've seen all the movies and read all the, you know. (laughs) Oh, have you read all the things and seen all the, seen all the movies? Yeah. And it, I mean, it, you know, controlling is, controlling is a nice way to describe him. (laughs) There we go. He's just a, okay. Bit of a control control freak. Okay. Um, So Janet Jackson is a child. She's a child and she's a very talented child. Sure. And singing, singing. Well, first acting. First acting. Yes. What so was she in? She started. As far as I know, the first thing, other than like popping up in um, variety things with her brothers, was Good Times. Oh, okay. And she, you know, just yesterday, um, Janet Dubois passed away. Who was okay. uh, played the neighbor when uh, Willona? Oh, on did she Good play with? Well, okay. And so she was. She was my favorite. Quite she honestly. was great. So yeah. Penny was the little um, abused child that she ends up taking in. The, oh, Willona takes in. Oh, Willona takes in. And that was played that by was Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson on Good Times. Yes. All right. Poor little Penny, who was like, <laughs> I think she had like a when it blew up, she had like a burn on her arm or something, oh, and it was the like the we reveal. have to protect her, and yeah, so yeah. she ends up living with with Willona. <laughs> That's very. Cool. Cool. And uh, I do remember that show. That show was very funny, and yet it was so very serious yes. that you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yes, yes, that yeah. was funny. Anyway, yeah, it was, <laughs> it had that balance, like, really. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's the first thing I remember her being in, and then um, she was in Different Strokes. She was Willis's girlfriend. Oh, um. Wait, I think I wrote Char- Charmaine. I want to say. Okay. Well, was, was the character's name? name? Was her name? Yeah. Um, the um, Charlene. Was, Charlene. Charlene. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I know someone named Charlene. Um, so she's still acting. This she's is still year, acting. This is like four or so, five yeah. years later. Yeah. So she's like a teenager. Right. Now, Thirteen, fourteen. She's now doing different strokes, and then um, she did. And I, I will admit, I have no knowledge of. I think she recorded like one or two. Sort like of smaller teen album, yeah. kind of things. Okay, and so um, as a young girl who did not know she was g- going to grow up to be a writer, and thought I was going to be an actress, because uh-huh. of course that's like exciting the, and glamorous in front of the camera. Yes. I was obsessed with all things fame related. The okay. movie, the television show, obsessed. Okay, and Janet Jackson was in Fame, the television series. Oh, you're talking about the actual movie and television program, yes. Fame. Fame. I'm going to live so, forever. Yes. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. So 
So she um, she played. Well, she, she wasn't in the movie. She was not in the movie. Okay. There was only a couple of people from the movie who went into the TV series. Okay. And then it had a couple of like cast members would come and go. So I think she's in the later seasons. Okay. Um, and she plays this character named Cleo, who I don't really remember much about, honestly. Right. But I do remember she sang this song on the show mm-hmm. called Dream Street. And it is cheesetastic. Like if you pull it up. <laughs> It's all about like this girl who comes to Hollywood and pursues sure. her dreams. It's it's so cheesy. My parents literally screamed at me and told me <laughs> if I didn't stop playing it, they were going to throw my stereo out the window. Right. Because I would listen to it on a loop. Just and, over like, and over and over and, like, again. And like I was performing it. And, like, sure. <laughs> like slip syncing and the whole thing. Just sing along. Yep. Mm-hmm. And my parents were like, no, no more. <laughs> So, you know, like, I mean, she, so she was starting to do her music thing and she released an album that was called Dream Street. Okay. And, um, but it was all, it was sort of like bubblegum poppy. Okay. And this is like in the late seventies or early eighties? Early eighties. Okay. So then, you know, she goes off and has her marriage scandal. (laughs) Did she have a marriage scandal? (laughs) Yes. Um, I feel like this was before Control came out. Okay. Again, not a, not Sure. I know that she reinvented herself at some point in my 20s. Yes. Where she was like, is she a bad girl? Yes. Okay. Yes. So this is so before we're getting that. there. Yes. Okay. So there was a whole thing where like it, it, there was a rumor or she married James, she married one of the DeBarge brothers and then it like went away very quickly. It was Wait, like a Rhythm whole of thing. the Night DeBarge brothers? Yes. Look yes. at me pulling a music there thing out go. of the ether. Huh? Rhythm of the Night. Yes. Yep. So she was, there was some You know why weird... I know that? Because I saw um, uh, the Shogun of Harlem show up. <gasps> What was that movie? Well, uh, the Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. The best. I <laughs> love it so much. Such a great movie. I own it. Uh, I do too. Oh, there you go. And I had the album. That's where I knew Who's the song the from. Who's the master? <laughs> <laughs> the showman of Harlem. Show enough. So anyway, good. and the popcorn with the with the chopsticks. Yes. Hilarious. Yes. Anyway. Uh, see, we could do a whole other episode about that it, movie. We could. And super racially sensitive <laughs> at all levels. And uh, But just having the best time, I thought. Yes. yes. And the tiny child who could kick... Some yes. serious ass. Anyway, we yes. move on. So anyway, so there she was marries a rhythm she was of the married night to one of the debarges, but it ended very quickly. There was Ooh. like some, there was some drama. I okay. don't really remember the details. She might have just wanted out of the house. She might have. I really think. I think feel like that's what we all thought was. Yeah. That she. It was sort of like this is my way to get out of here. Yeah. Because um, it was all around the time I think when she fired her dad as her manager. Oh. Okay. And was like starting to exit. Right, right. She was like, I need out. Yeah. I would. Is he still alive? I don't think so. He's got to be done. I don't think so. Okay. I think her mom is maybe. Are your mom still with us? Maybe. Fair enough. Um, I'm not sure. I feel like she definitely was because when Michael passed, the kids were living with her. Oh, okay. Um, So, anyway, so she, you know, that happens. And then there's like, oh, like Janet has some new music out and it's the control album. Yeah. And it is literally like, what just happened? Because it was nothing like her old music. It was oh, I mean, amazing. Like the Control album is like amazing. Is it <laughs> start to finish? Start it's to amazing. finish the whole album. Whole album, and it's like, it's, are there hits? Oh my god, so okay. many hits. So many hits. <laughs> okay, so many hits. So there's nasty, which is where oh. the thing about you know um, my first name ain't baby. It's right, Janet right. Miss Jackson. If you're nasty, if you're nasty, still being quoted. Yes. But Low I, these many years. I feel like the first song might have actually been Control because it was like her declaration of independence. It was okay. like, I am now in control of my life and my career. Oh, there we go. And this is who I am. All right. And she just came out and she, I mean, it was like she could always these are mu- dance. Right. These did. are music video days too, yes. right? Yes. So, so she's. Every video is amazing. Every, <laughs> every video is amazing. Every song I is outstanding. There's um, The Pleasure Principle. Okay. The video is literally just her in a room dancing. Okay. The hours of my life that I spent <laughs> with that video playing in front of me trying yeah. to duplicate every movement. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> with like, because I, you know, I used to be able to like get a Dance. pretty good move on. And sure. so it was like, oh, my God, like mm-hmm. so much effort. Okay. So much effort. It was like my workout regimen for a while. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. You're just like, I will dance along with Janet Jackson to the yeah. pleasure principle. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we have three songs. Are there a dozen songs on Let's this thing? See. What do you think? Let me see. Because I didn't it's remember. A, I like not. I you did what you could. things down. Yeah. So yeah. So there's Nasty, Control, What Have You Done For Me Lately. Oh. The Pleasure Principle, 
When I Think of You, and Let's Wait a While. All That's, from that one album. And those are all hits. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? All right. Yeah. And, uh, um, which wow. again is like great. Like it's, you know, her and her girl sort of calling her boy out for not paying enough attention to oh, okay. her. And like, there we it's go. Just, uh-huh. yeah. So, so those were good times. And it was like, we were all like, holy crap. Like Janet Jackson's for real. Like, for real. <laughs> but she's still kind of a, uh, she's not um, like wearing skin tight and, and she hasn't gone full end of grease. No. Okay. No, she hasn't. So she, you know, it's more like certainly a more mature look and whatever, but it yeah. was like still kind of costumey. And, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so then um, after that was Rhythm Nation. Okay. Which I remember that coming out. Yes. And Rhythm Nation, it was, it felt like Rhythm Nation was like upping, like, because you wondered, like, how do you top control, right? Right. Because it was such a great album. And yeah. then like Rhythm Nation comes out and you're like, oh, this is. That's this how you is do how it? how you top it. Because it was more. It was just, I mean, the whole, because it was also like a vision, like the entire album and like every video, everything. It was like a vision of. Oh, it had an arc and it was yeah. like, a, it was its own. It was like a whole. Yeah. Like it was. It was like, it was like a movie to some extent. A little was, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like, it was very much like taking on, like control was more about her. Yeah. It felt, and this was more about like the world is kind of a dumpster fire and here are some things I have to say about it, but also uh-huh. still like doing the thing she's great at, which is doing a good dance song and doing all that stuff. But like Rhythm Nation is literally like, the world is a mess. Let us fix it. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> like, fun. When you listen Those to the Those are the lyrics? It's oh, basically that. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, and it's like this whole idea of like, you know, we she's have to She's taking a together. look around. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And like, it's like, okay, we need to get our act together because- you know, we're There's losing, tr- right. We're losing people. We're losing whole segments of our world. And right, so right. like, so it, what year is that? Do you think? Um, Rhythm Nation? Is this late eighties? Okay. Late 80s. And so what is she doing personally at this? Has she married and, and again, or what is she, <laughs> what's her jam? What is her? So at this point, I don't think she had met. Oh, am I going to remember his name? I think it's Renee. I don't remember if Renee was around yet or not. Okay. But, by her next album, Janet, Renee is definitely around. Okay. Um, so she, uh, really quick, I want to say, the Rhythm Nation, yeah. when she went on tour, it's the first time I got to see her live. I've now seen her live like seven or eight times. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. But that was the first one? That Rhythm was the Nation. first one. Okay. Um, my plot to get to go, this is hilarious. So I saved up like as much money as I could possibly save. Right. And I bought two tickets for my brother's my big brother's birthday present oh okay. and so of course he felt obligated to take me yes but they were like the worst seats like it was at the forum and they were like nosebleed <laughs> <laughs> but we got to go see janet right right he, th- right the first time i saw uh billy joel i could not have been further away i was a big billy joel fan just so you know anyway uh understandable <laughs> <laughs> right shocking to no one yes. anyway so um, so yeah so yeah over the years as i've seen her you know my seats have gotten like progressively yes better and then like I got to I was at a concert and my friend was dating a girl who worked in the venue yeah and partway through the concert she <gasps> came and got us and moved us to the front row and oh it my was God. like I'm gonna die right now this yeah, is yeah. like Janet Jackson literally five feet in front of me dancing <laughs> wow and what album was that one um I feel like that might have that might have been after Janet. Okay. I want to say. So, can, so Rhythm Nation, you and your brother go. You sit in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. And uh, did you bring binoculars? No. That is always an error. No. Because you always, you always think about it and then you forget. Because yeah. we all have a pair of shitty binoculars sitting yes. around. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't. But, you know, it's like, they, you know, they're pretty good. She's really good about having like the big screens and stuff. Oh, right, right. She's got the jumbotrons going, which yeah. are zooming in so yeah. that you can so see you the moves. Yeah, so you still get to see stuff. And it's just that like the energy of like the troop of dancers she works with like right it's just as much as she's rotated people through like it's was always she, like amazing. the first one to do those big productions or was there people i mean i feel like the supremes did it or diana ross yeah. or i don't know a lot about <laughs> I, but but in turn i don't know like i feel like that just became especially in the 80s that became such a thing of like the big well, so I know like that like Madonna the heavy metal, all oh, right, Madonna, but the heavy metal guys would do a lot of pyrotechnics. Yes. Yeah. But I think the big dance productions, I feel like, I mean. They put it all together. I am at, not at an expert. Point. Yeah. But I feel like, like right around the time that like Madonna and Janet and all those people came along, it was like. They were all sort of making these big yes. sort of, where they're like, 
oh, we would also like fireworks and we would also like 19 <laughs> people on stage with us dancing and yeah and singing along yeah so okay yeah so um so yeah so then Janet so the, yeah Janet came out and again I'm bad with the years but it was right. early 90s probably and Janet is where she first started oh that's the next it's album. the one with the album cover um, or it's, it's, I don't know if it's actually the album cover, but it was certainly, I think like the Rolling Stone cover where she's topless and someone's hands are covering oh, her yeah. breasts and everyone was like, what? Right. <laughs> right. She's uh, nude. It yes. turns out she's an adult. She's an adult. She likes to who have is, someone hold her boobs. Yes. And who, uh, who doesn't? A, you know, uh, <laughs> sort of, it was like her, like she had declared her independence. She had like talked about her worldview. Yeah. And now she was like, FYI, grown adult woman. Yeah. Yeah. Grown up lady. Who like does what With I lady parts. Do. Yeah. With lady parts. Yeah. And so the, like definitely like the videos for that album, there's a, um, there's a, a sexiness to them. Okay. That is, not that she wasn't sexy before, but it's like a, a like a more self-aware kind of sexy more self-aware, times. more like this is who I am. Okay. Take it or leave it. Kind and, of thing. And Renee's in, in some of I those or, or he's in her life. He might, honestly, he might've been the one holding his hands are in the thing. I can't remember for sure. Right. But didn't he, they just do a, a one where her daughter or somebody, was nude and someone was holding her. Does she have a daughter? Who? She knows she has a little boy. She has a kid, a boy. She child. has a baby. Yeah, um, who's like three, I think. Three oh, right, because she had a kid when yeah, she like was 50. fifty. Yes. Right. There was some, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, please don't let that be me." Yeah. And uh, exactly. <laughs> I was like, "I mean, great if that's what you want, but oh my right, God. right." I was just like, "Oh, okay. Uh, do, do you have uh, three nannies for that kid? Because yeah. you're tired." I mean, but also yeah. she has a gazillion dollars. Right, so. right. She has a giant bag of money that yes. she can put in front of every person. She's like, "Just, yes. I, I would love to." Raise my child, but with a lot of other people dealing with him when he said. Yes. Anyway, so. Um, so, um, and like, that was the, that was the record where, um, which uh, has the song If, which is one of my all-time favorite Janet Jackson songs. Janet has If on it? It's called If. Okay. And the video for it is like this amazing, it's like this underground club and you have to like, you know, the password to come in. Okay. And then like people <laughs> come in and then like, she like guys can get lowered on chains and she does this dance routine. And it's, it's basically all about like, if you were my man, here's what I would do for you. Oh, is the song. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just, it's amazing. And I, I tweeted last night after we were like, yeah. we're going to do this. I literally, again, hours of my life in, in my living room, being like <laughs> making up my own sexy dances. To oh yeah. Song fair enough. It was like, I, it just made you feel that way. Right. It right. made you feel like, well, yes, I am yeah. an empowered, sexy woman. Yeah, yeah. I'll do whatever. <laughs> and I could do whatever. And I, if I had all the power, would this is the things that I would do. Yes. And oh, that's <laughs> fascinating. I could read that. It's yeah. like, it's like uh, the greatest romance novel of all time. And, uh, <laughs> and who doesn't have some solo time? Right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> to do. And then she also has this song on there called Anytime, Anyplace. And it's this very like slow you know, sexy time okay. song. And it, it it's just like, when I listen to it, I'm just like, mm, yep, that's a, <laughs> that's a very much like, I'm, yes, okay. I would like us to hook up often. And <laughs> okay, fair and enough. Like, that you have to be very careful who you dedicate that song to. <laughs> right, right. It's uh please don't call the, yeah, that. Yes. Okay. Um, and then I feel like I'm trying to remember if that's, Oh, no, sorry. That was on, I was going to, sorry, jump back to Rhythm Nation really quick. There's a song called Love Will Never Do. Okay. And that video was like this really famous sort of black and white video. And I remember everyone, because Antonio Sabato Jr., who is, you know, big soap star. Okay. From General Hospital. Thank you. I was like. Played I'm Jagger on General Hospital. Fair enough. And everyone was like, oh, my God, like, he's so sexy. But I swear to God, I think it is the first time ever I saw Jaiman Hunsu. Who is in it as well. And who is Jaiman Hansu? Beautiful black man movie star. Okay, movie star <laughs> from many um, movies that I have probably yes, seen. He's, yeah. He's okay. In, he's, um, oh, he's in Marvel things. He's um, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Ms. Marvel. Oh, does he play the or Ronin? Captain Marvel, sorry. Does yeah. he play the yes. Ronin side guy? Yeah. Who, um, who ends up. I think, oh, so he is, yeah, he's in Captain and he's Marvel. He's in Captain too. Marvel. Yeah, there you go. The pre, yes. Right. That's okay. Him. And um, so 
I just remember being like, oh, that man is beautiful. Like, I was like, whatever with, whatever with Antonio Sabato Jr. Right. He was this beautiful specimen. In front right, right. Because so, it was that, it was like her on a beach with all these sexy, it was. And it was yeah. the early 90s. So that guy was literally 30 years younger than he is now. Because now he is very <laughs> distinguished and very handsome. Yes. But exactly. at the time, he was he just, was just young, perfectly amazing, sculpted human being. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> well played, sir. And, well played. Uh, <laughs> So, um, so after that, um, she did the velvet rope and the velvet rope is where you were like, Oh, okay. Janet is very, like, there are some people who won't be comfortable with this because she had very much, this is an album name. This is an album. It's called the velvet rope. Okay. And it was, you know, very much the idea of like, I will let you see behind the velvet rope. Okay. And she had like gotten some piercings and had done some and it was like oh. I will no longer pretend to be sort of ladylike about certain things like okay. she was sort of like no like really like I am a right. woman I have I sex I do all these things I don't know if you know this but I'm famous and I can <laughs> very powerful and I can literally do whatever I want yeah. I am behind a velvet rope I have a wall of humanity that is protecting me so I might get my labia pierced is yes. that kind of kind it? of that okay it was sort of that <laughs> okay and so in around this time for sure yeah um and yes I do think Renee was actually around before because I think he's in the um uh, that's the way love goes video. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> in, from Janet. Okay. So anyway, around velvet rope time, uh, Renee has been around and he's, he worked for her in some capacity. I can't remember. And I feel like this is when sometime in the aftermath of this, yes. we found out that they had gotten married secretly. Oh, and we found out they had gotten married in secret when they decided to file for divorce. <laughs> Oh, hilarious. I feel like that's how it went down. Okay. Like, it was a, like, like, Janet just doesn't want you to know. Like, she'll, she doesn't care if you know she's having sex. Right. And doing, like, kinky things. But right. she doesn't necessarily want you to know she's married. Right, right. Not really. <laughs> right. Because then you might ask that guy questions about her. Yeah. Right. She's so, like. And, like, people knew they were in a relationship. Okay. But it was like. They oh. thought it was just boyfriend, girlfriend instead yes. of uh, married people who now need a divorce. Yes. Okay. And so it was sort of like, oh, okay. Like, and it right. was like, it had been a while. Like, I can't remember the exact number of years, but they, had they been were married, married for a hot minute. Okay. And we were all like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I guess you're done now. Uh, yeah. I had a roommate uh, from uh, college. I moved to Minnesota and we were roommates and I have known her uh, since 1983. And we moved to Minnesota uh, she, we separately, but then we became roommates again. Uh, we lived together at, at the co-op at college. Okay. It was a great story. It's actually just an okay story. <laughs> uh, but I went to college, uh, lived in a co-op, had many friends, moved to Minnesota in 1990 uh, with my friend Anne True. Hi, Grove. And her nickname is Grover. Oh. Now, uh, here's the thing about Aunt True. Uh, she is gay. I never knew she was gay. She never told me she was gay. We were living together. Uh, another, she, we were like, she was like, hey, my friend Deb's going to move in. Uh, it's going to help with the rent. And I was like, we just have two two rooms. Though. She's like, we'll share a room. It'll be fine. So a year later, um, she's like, hey, Deb's moving out and I'm gay. And we've been in a relationship for the last year. <laughs> and I was like, wait. What? And <laughs> if you, uh, first of all, I have the worst gaydar in the world. For a while, I thought I might be gay and not know it. Turns out I'm not gay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but we ran up the flagpole and mm -hmm. it turns out I am not gay. So, but the thing is, is um, the thing about Grove and she was like, yeah, Jackie, everyone else knew, but good for you. Um <laughs> For never knowing. And, but Deb's moving out, your rent's going up. And I was like, fair enough. <laughs> so, but much like Janet Jackson, yeah. she uh, does it much like Anne True. Anne would, did, I don't need to know her personal yeah. life. And uh, we're moving on. She, yes. uh, she also enjoys basketball. I knew that about her. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so we are at the velvet rope. Yes. Back. Yes. And then, and by the way, somewhere in here, and I couldn't tell you the exact year, um, she did a uh, um, movie called Poetic Justice that she was in with Tupac Shakur. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, 
uh, Tupac. Yes. He was famous. I never, you know, I listened to a fair amount of hip hop uh, and never Tupac Shakur. Really? Yeah. It was, uh, for some reason, I, I was, I, I tended to, to the more political and to the less um, sort of dance or um, like angry, like the angry political instead of, and there was probably nine years when I didn't listen to any of them. Uh, like it started out with KRS-One yes. and public, and then that went to Big Daddy Kane, which is not political, even though romance with no finance is a damn nuisance <laughs> and it remains. Uh, but then, because I would just essentially get, names of people from the KRS-One albums uh-huh. and then I would buy those albums and then there was a, a slow time I didn't listen to anybody so I never listened to Tupac should I listen to Tupac? You should listen to Tupac You would because it is angry and political oh. you would probably enjoy Cause it because <laughs> I went back the next time I, I think it was uh, Common and, oh, yeah. uh, and Lupe Fiasco was the next time I, ju- I dipped back in. Oh, yeah. Anyway. If you Because you probably missed a whole segment of like Tupac and like um, uh, Biggie Smalls and yeah. like that whole group. Yeah, which I missed that whole group. Yeah, and there's, and Tupac especially, like, you know, because he, his whole background, like, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but like his mother was a Black Panther and so he had grown up in like the whole idea of Black radicalism. Okay. And like Black independence and why it's necessary. Okay. But he also was like, I mean, always incredibly talented, like went to a performing arts school when he was a kid, like right, amazing right. background. So. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I would, well, you should there, do it. There'll be another episode. <laughs> anyway, so, but she was in anyway, a movie. So she was in that movie. Poetic. I mean, Poetic Justice. Okay. Um, and she, so she would like mostly, I mean, she's mostly been about her music, but then she'll like go do um, an acting project. So like she's done a couple of... Uh, I think they're Tyler Perry movies. The like, why, why did I get married? It's like okay. about a group of friends who are like all having marital problems. I think oh. there's two of them. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And then and um, she was in that she's in those. And then she did, um, they did a film version of for colored girls. Okay. She's in that. Okay. So she's sort of like, so she's doing some acting. Yeah. She still does some for okay. sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's mostly been cause she goes on all these long tours and does all this stuff. Right. She's busy. It yes. turns out. And, and as we've we've mentioned, agent. Yes. So tie tie. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so then after the velvet rope um, is when uh, Nipplegate happened. <laughs> oh, god damn it! That I remember that and going, you assholes. Yes. Because it isn't cool. Yes. And and she was she was essentially set up as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And um, then and and the only I mean really the person who paid for it like yeah. everything else was fine and you can see like her album sales drop through the floor after that like she really got punished for that. Right. And that and that was uh, the Super Bowl of like what? What year ish? Oh god. 2000s though, right? Yeah. I think But so. early 2000s. Cuz Justin Timberlake was solo by then. So right. Yeah. Right. And, and um, he didn't suffer. And no. uh, we've had to stare at his nipples at any number of times. And you're just like, dude. And look, I like JT, but it was just like fine. the idea of like, I mean, come on. Like she didn't pull it off herself. Right. And. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, so she really, you know, there were a couple of years where like she released albums, but you would never hear them on the radio. Ah. She had like a couple of songs. Oh, she also did um, The Nutty Professor 2. Okay. She plays Eddie Murphy's <laughs> girlfriend. And she does a song that's really good that's on the soundtrack of that. Called- I- doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Can I say something about the Nutty Professor? Hmm. I, when I was dating, uh, and that is such an interesting term for internet dating, but it is dating. <laughs> yeah, it is. So I went out, I went on an internet date with some guy who was telling me that he asked me what my guilty pleasure was in movies. And I have a thousand willow right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. It can be anything. And, uh, and I asked him what his was. And he said, the nutty professor. And I said, Oh, the Eddie Murphy one. And he was like, no, no, the Jerry Lewis, Lewis one. one. And I was like, no, no, that then you're the coolest nerd ever. Cause that <laughs> is like, that's just a weird, that's like a cool throwback. You, the guilty pleasure would be the Eddie Murphy one, <laughs> right. which is dumb. And you have to be nine to 11 years old to have said, I love that movie. And (laughs) other than that, you, that, no. Anyway, so Nutty Professor 2. She did Nutty Professor 2. She (laughs) does a song on the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Um, Doesn't really. Doesn't really matter. Matter. Got it. Um, Because it's basically like, I don't care what anyone else thinks of you. Oh, good. Um, And then she had a couple songs here and there that would come out. 
But again, it was sort of like she had been put in a timeout box. Right. For, for a hot minute. For a decade, I think. Yeah. Right? And, you know, she would still go on tour. And, I mean, I would go, again, I've You've seen her seven or eight times. Yeah, yeah. So I'm out there going. And um, she did a song with Michael during that time period called Scream. Okay. Where it was sort of about, you know, the frustration of, like, having all the pressure of the media and all that oh, right, stuff right. on you. Yeah. Um, and I will say, and obviously, I mean, it, Michael's a very touchy subject these days. <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, but here's the thing about Michael Jackson. Blessedly dead. Yes. Uh, so at this point, you're just like, well, they're playing him on the record, the uh, the radio station, because uh, he has, he's not Epstein, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, who is also dead, but uh, that freshly dead. Yeah. Anyway, so whatever. But, it, but um, she, a few years ago, and I can't, I wouldn't even remember for sure what award show it was, but they were doing a huge tribute to Michael. Okay. And at the end of it, um, Janet came out and performed in sync with the video of yeah. Scream. Oh, yeah. And it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Like, she duplicates his dance routine on stage. Oh, like, oh, he was, the, the screen was yeah. him. Yeah, well, it was both of them. Okay. But in the video, there's a segment where he dances in a room, and yeah. she duplicated it as he was dancing Much on stage. like you, she maybe she stood <laughs> in a room and looked at and it. And learned that dance routine. Exactly. And it, it was so moving to me yeah. when I saw it. And it was sort of like, and I feel like that was sort of when, like, everyone just was like, what is this bullshit? Like, why are we all, like... Yeah. Where's Janet? Like, let her yeah. come back in and play. And she started getting like recognized by award shows and like okay. getting like career achievement awards. And it was like, right, because she sold like a gazillion records. Right, because she's an amazing performer. Yeah. And and does she write her music? This is she a writes question. some of it. She writes some of I it. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know, she she just like she's never I've all the shows I've seen, I walk away from every one of them just like, ah, oh, she's amazing. Like now, even and so, um, mutual friend of ours, Allison. Right. Allison has gone to see Janet with me a few times. Okay. And so we went to a show. Who will go to a show? Allison. Allison. <laughs> Always. <laughs> so Allison and I had uh, tickets to see Janet at the forum, mm -hmm. and we went, and uh, it was the worst LA traffic either of us had ever seen. So we were late and we missed like half the show. Oh, bummer. And so she was scheduled to perform at the Hollywood Bowl. And I was like, why don't I get tickets and we'll go see her again? She yeah. Said, Great. We buy the tickets. Janet cancels the rest of her <gasps> tour because she is pregnant. Oh, with right. Her son. Right, right. Which I'm like, I knew she, you know, had been trying and like so happy for her. But also right. all, I was like, hey, bummer. We're not going to see you. And also like, oh my God, she's having a baby. She's going to be 50. Like, holy right. crap. Yeah, yeah. So she has the baby. She. When um, was that? Like 2016? Yeah. So that kid's yeah. like three now. Yeah. Okay. So she has the baby. She had gotten married again to, okay. to the baby's father, who is like a very rich um, businessman business from another country, who I will not remember what country it is. He's probably a prince. Something like from that. From a fictional <laughs> nation. <laughs> He's a very wealthy man from another country. Right. And so they have he, the baby. She's living a harlequin romance as well. well no. He might be from an Italian protectorate. <laughs> and, uh, and so then she had the baby, but like within six months, I think, of having the baby, she left him. Oh, and they filed for divorce, and she came back to the States full-time. Does and she get the baby? I think she has primary custody. Like, there was a whole yeah, ongoing yeah. whatever. But anyway, so she, now she's, like, she, like, posted on her video, and she's like, hey, like, I'm going to come back out on tour. And so because we had had tickets for the other thing, we got tickets again. Oh. And we went, and literally, like, Allison and I were there, and I was like, does that bitch look better after having a baby at 50 <laughs> than she did before? Uh, very possible. It, the, yes, yeah. she did. She yeah. did. And it was very, but also thrilled for her. Like, that's sure. amazing. Well, that's but the also, thing. Because you want, you want her to really look good and you want her to be able to do all the things. Yes. But you're still fascinated by it. You're like, I I'm ha I don't want to take the stairs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what are you nuts? But I will say one of the things, and I think it's part of why I, like as a woman who struggled with her weight her whole life, which mm -hmm. is who I am, one of the reasons I loved her so much is that like when she would be not touring yeah. and she would gain 30 pounds and yeah. people would criticize her, she was like, I don't care. 
Right. She was like, I'm I'm not working right now. I'm not I'm working. I'm eating chocolate chip cookies. Right. I'm doing whatever I want. <laughs> and then knowing that when she got ready to train to go on tour, she would lose it all. She would yeah. get back to her body and like go out and everyone would be like, damn. Yeah. And then she would not care. Like, right. Then she, she would get to eat again. sandwiches again. Yes. And, uh, and yeah. it was sort of like... That's kind of amazing. Like being a person who's like, too bad for you that you don't like that I gained 30 pounds. Right, right. I get to be a whole person. Yes. That's amazing. I think that's one of the reasons that I've always liked her. It's just like once she sort of figured out who Janet Jackson was to her, she was sort of just like, I'm just living this. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Right. And so, you know, it's like now she just announced she's going on tour again. And literally, I was this morning, I was like, I should email Allison and see if we're going to (laughs) go. Right. Because my first instinct was like, I mean, you've seen her like seven or eight times. Do you really need to go again? And I'm like, "Mm, kind of. Kind of. It's Who who doesn't want to? I mean, the the thing when you go to, from what I've heard of people, live music uh, is not my jam. Let me just say that. I saw Hart and Joan Jett a couple of months ago, and it was lovely. But uh, And I went to the Hollywood Bowl, and we had really good tickets. And I don't know how to buy tickets, so I literally bought six tickets, and there was just the two of us. So I ended up giving two of them away, and I thought I had bought five tickets, but it turns out I had lit several hundred dollars on fire. Anyway, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so when it comes to live music, but we had very nice, they were center, but they were center center mm-hmm. sort of, they were in the middle and in the middle of the, of the back. Yeah. Right. So we were forward, but not close. Right. And, um, do you want to sit? I mean, it's always neat to sit super close and like, oh, I might get sweat on me. Um, but, uh, but is there a moat? Like sometimes with live music? I find, I mean, it was super exciting to like be in the front row and yeah. whatever. I find I don't really, really like to be like eight rows up, like eight rows from the stage is probably as close as I want to be. Right. Because the sound gets a little distorted a too, little, right? Yeah. And it's also just like, I feel like you can't see everything. Like part of the fun with Janet is yeah. the whole, the Seeing scope the, of the show. Right. So you sort of lose some of it when you're in too close. So okay. I, I find like every venue now, I'm sort of finding my sweet spot of okay. like, this is the area I like. Because <laughs> it's like close enough, but not like right, right. <laughs> too yeah, close. Yeah. I uh, got, this is a, this is a literally just a brag. Uh, I, there was a very nice uh, woman on Twitter who I was going to New York and I wanted to see Hamilton. And uh, she was like, well, my roommate is actually in the, uh, he's, he works backstage. So he might be able to get you house tickets if I can at least ask him. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> and uh, so I had sixth row uh, center nice. for Hamilton and not the original cast. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, there was some uh, <laughs> amazing work being done, but that was kind of perfect. In that theater, which only seats probably 350, 400, I mean, or maybe 600, but it was, it was close enough because the first time I saw Hamilton was here and, uh, we were back and I was like, I wish I had brought binoculars. Yeah. And cause it's great to see their faces and cause live theater, I think needs to kind of be seen up close if possible. Yeah. Unless there's jumbotrons and, um, which I would also, I would watch theater on Jumbotrons. I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. Like in some of those, you're like, if you just had a screen. Yeah. It would be, <laughs> I would be, be all right. Yeah. I'm, it, I mean, I'm sure there's some actor who doesn't like that, but uh, I want to see your face. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm, anyway. Yeah. So, um, but I do think seeing a band over and over and over again, it feels like you're sort of building a flip book in your mind of the aging process mm-hmm. where you can go, well, I saw the Rolling Stones or whoever in 1980, and then I saw them in 2020. Yeah. And you're like, they're more limber in eight, 1980, yeah. but uh, it's still... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like you can, de- you know, I mean, what has is, her she's voice? 53 now. Yeah. Her voice to me hasn't changed at all. I okay. feel like, you know, you just like, there are times where like, she does very specific, like this chunk of the dance routine yeah. and then sort of lets the other dancers take over okay. in a way that she didn't like before she probably did more. Right. But I'm like, yeah, it's just 53. <laughs> like, right. Right. At a certain point, you slow down a little bit. You, you're right. But, and, um, and I'm here kind of for the music. Yes. And, and I mean, I love the whole show. I mean, you got to love the whole show and you got to love the dance, but you want to hear her sing. To, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And like, she has this song that she does um, with Missy Elliott that was off um, her last album, Unbreakable. Okay. Um, and it's called Burn It Up. Okay. And it's m- literally one of my favorite songs on to dance to ever. Like if I oh, okay. am like 
having the worst possible day yep. and I'm like, I need to dance it out. I will pull that song up. What's it called? <laughs> it's burn called it. Burn It Up. Burn It Up. Okay. And, and uh, it's it's amazing. It's like her and Missy Elliott, who's also a badass. Okay. And, um, you just, and I'm just like, yes, yes, I just need it. Like sometimes like I have the, because I'm a dinosaur who keeps CDs in her car. <laughs> Um, you I have a CD player in your I car? I do. Awesome. I All do. Right. I'm going to mm-hmm. be real sad when I have to buy a new car and don't have one anymore. <laughs> right. They're gone. I sell CDs at my, at my, um, and DVDs at my shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys, uh, everything's, uh, free streaming online. Uh, or you can buy a CD first project, find a CD player. And, but I have my old Walkman, uh, not my cassette Walkman, but my Good. CD Walkman mm-hmm. in my closet. So I could USB with an adapter attach it if I, uh, or I could just use a USB Bluetooth and just play things. But there so you, you, you have the CDs. Do you have all of her albums? I have almost all of them. I realized because I sort of ran through her discography last night. There's a couple from the years where she wasn't on the radio yeah. that I don't have. And I think because I wasn't, I didn't spend as much time on the internet. So right. like it wasn't like Janet's got a new album out Yeah, and they weren't playing on the radio. Which now wouldn't be helpful to me because I basically stopped listening to the radio. Right. <laughs> but, but um, you know, that's usually like I hear a new song. And I'm like, oh, someone says got a new thing. And yeah, I yeah. would be like, let me go get it. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, I still, you know. But now all... you could look forward to that. Now you're like, oh, there might be two albums, which might be 30 songs, right? Yeah. yeah. That you've heard maybe two or three of them now because yeah. they might play them. But. Yeah, um, so I was like, oh, okay, that's good to know. Are there deep cuts? Talk to me about the deep cuts that nobody knows about that you like. That I like. I don't know if there's there's one song that's on uh, there's a song on the Rhythm Nation album. Okay. Oh, and I'm not going to be able to remember the name of it now. I didn't write it down. There's one that I love on there that's called State of the World, which people know. Yeah. Um, not me, but um, other people. But again, it's very much one of those, like, this is, you know, the world. Oh, state of the world. Chaos, yeah. It's yeah. very much that sort of thing. But she has this one on there, and oh, now I'm not going to remember the name of it. Hold on. Um, and it's this song about, like, um, basically, like, violence in the world. And okay. It, it used to like be so moving to me. And when I used to, again, before I stopped uh, living in the fantasy of being uh, an actress. And so I used to, you know, actually like practice singing and things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Rith- Janet Jackson's, Jackson's Rhythm Nation 1814. Yes. That's the full name of the album. That is the full name of the album. Um, wow. Here's, here's all the songs okay. in the thing Great. as we, as we break up into discussion groups, you guys, hey, <laughs> Rangers, <laughs> break up into discussion groups. You're uh, like, I think I know the one she's singing. Do you? Oh, it's this one living in the world they didn't make. And it's basically about how children are trapped in the world adults make for them. Oh, okay. And it's just, it's like, and one of the things that. Who sang children of the future? Is that Whitney Houston? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, be- the, I believe the children are yeah. in the future. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's Whitney. All right. <laughs> is that, is that another yeah. skinny, bendy lady that I don't... <laughs> right. There we go. Yeah. But it's like... Living in the world they didn't make. And it's one of those songs where like now when I think back on that, like yeah. it's it's heartbreaking to me how real that still is, right? Yeah. That like it's about, you know, children like being under threat of guns and all that. And now we yeah. live in a world where like literally no place you go is safe. Right. From the threat of gun violence. Right. It's, I mean, it's, the world has, uh, and I think because of the internet and all this stuff, we're aware of the horrors that are happening further away. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it used to be we just lived in the danger of our own lives, you know? And then we would get the newspaper in the morning, we'd get another newspaper in the afternoon, and then you'd sort of hear about, then there might be a new show at 6 o'clock, and now it's 24-hour news, and the internet is uh, constantly uh, telling (laughs) us the horrors and... um, and so the stress is a lot greater too, which is too bad yeah. for children. I mean, yeah, yeah, it really is. And it's one of those things that I think, you know, um, certainly, and I, I, there's so many people who are musical artists who are trying to talk about what's going on in the world now and doing all that stuff. But it's funny to me because I like was in a conversation with someone who was talking about and like, and like 
something that Beyonce had done and all the respect in the world to her. Sure. She works her ass off. But, and they were like, you know, and like, I've just never seen anyone do that. And I was like, I have. Her name is Janet Jackson. <laughs> she did it like 30 years ago. Right. Like. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, everybody's standing on the shoulders of everybody else. Yes. You know, I yeah. mean, it's not like, yeah, it's, uh, who is it? Uh, what, what, I mean, there's always someone before you who's done what you have. Yes. And, it doesn't mean that you're not doing it a little bit different and, yeah. and, and you've updated it and, and that it's not even needed because yeah. Beyonce is needed yeah. as much as anybody. Right. So, and like, it's so funny to me because I, that clip I was telling you about where Janet dances with yeah. the video of Michael. Right. Like in this world where like people are always trying to pit women against each other, the person they catch in the audience cheering probably loudest is Beyonce. Like she oh, is loving every minute of that it. That is and so, so awesome. And so it's like, right, because they don't need to compete with each other. They're right. wholly different. Like Beyonce is probably partly Beyonce because Janet Jackson existed. Right. Beyonce was probably <laughs> dancing to that stuff when she was a kid going, I could get laid? And <laughs> she's like, let's do this. Yes. Yeah. She was like, she was in her living room doing probably way better than I was, making up her <laughs> dance routines, you know. Or possibly. Possibly just doing it for 16 hours a day. <laughs> also uh, that. Also that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, that, it's, um, yeah, that whole thing about pitting women against each other is so interesting to me because you're like, um, that, it, there's more than one job. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's room there's for all of, of us. It's like, you yeah. know, lift each other up and do that thing. I think yeah. it's really important. Because I remember Tina Fey saying, really the best response to sexism is to become the boss and then never hire those men. Yeah. So, uh, yes. she's like, that's all, that's all that can be done. Yes. Uh, so that's yeah. the way it goes. Cause there's plenty of decent men too. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, just work with them. Um, and then I don't know, you know, I don't know that I have like deep cause also part of the thing is like every album, like 80% of the songs become become popular. Hits. Yeah. Oh. So it's sort of like, <laughs> Oh really? So it's hard to yeah. find a deep cut. It is a little bit hard. Um, but there is a, um, there's a song on the, I'm looking for it right now. Um, Oh, it's on Velvet Rope. Okay. Um, that's called Together Again. And it's a pretty popular song. Okay. And I will, so I used to be this dork at one of my jobs before I broke into writing, mm -hmm. um, where like on Friday, I would be like, it's almost the end of the day. I'd be like, let's have Friday music. And I would play this <laughs> song and we would like be dancing in our little cubicles. And it like, a boss got mad at me and had me moved. And oh. I was like, it's Friday at like 4.45. What right, is your right. drama, dude? Right, exactly. There's like 15 minutes of joy is really going to bum you yeah, out. Really, right? And like we worked our asses off all week. Right. And they're like, we're going to have five minutes of Janet Jackson joy. Right. And it's, so, yeah. We could all just go hide in the bathroom like everybody else does at 4.45 and pray that it's over in 15 minutes. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. And, uh. So that's one of the things that I'm like when I'm a boss, like yeah. we're, we, we'll, there will just be periodic like, and we're going to have a five minute dance break. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. So you just need it. You yeah. You just need it. Yeah. Super fun. <laughs> that's awesome. I went to a party this last weekend and uh, there was, uh, and I danced and personally, I like to dance when no one is watching. Not like no one is watching. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a great dancer, and but I don't care. Much like hopefully Janet Jackson initially didn't either, because yeah. you're just like I'm. Uh, sometimes you like to dance, and if I'm not good at it, don't watch me yeah. or don't dance with me. It'll be fine. Exactly. You can mock me if you like, but not to me. It's. <laughs> It seems un seems rude. How about mm -hmm. that? How about I'm just trying to have a good time and who cares? But um, do you go uh, do you go dancing anymore? I don't really, but it's mostly just because now, like most of my friends are like married and they have kids, and right. like, and, 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 and honestly, the of, younger friends all mm -hmm. want to go out at like ten o'clock at night. And I'm like, no, I'm going to bed. It turns out, yes, yes. and uh, and plus, there's bigger, there's more and more projects. By the way, I yes. am talking uh, with Nicole Levy, and NicoleLevy.com is your uh, blog, actually. Yes. But it's at Nice Ole Cookies. And, um, and so, and everybody uh, in September on Netflix watch Fate the Winks Saga, yes. which uh, you wrote on. And then the movie in March that you wrote the screenplay for is called The Banker. Yes. And uh, everyone should just watch Cloak and Dagger anyway. Yes. And well, there was a Runaways crossover too, right? Yes. Which yeah. I also did not in see. In season three. Mm -hmm. So. Very that exciting. is exciting. Very exciting. So, 
one other um, fun Janet thing I meant to tell you that I forgot. So she has a song on. It's probably Velvet Rope, too, I want to say. Okay. Um, do, do, do. Yeah, yes. It's called What About. Okay. And it is a song about a woman confronting her abuser. Oh, wow. And um, I remember she did this performance on the VH1 Fashion Awards. And it is, like, breathtaking. She has her dancers, like, literally acting out vignettes of, like, of domestic violence happening. Wow. As she's singing the song. And it's about a woman, like, the, basically the abuser proposes. And in that moment, the woman has to find the courage to be like, no. <laughs> and <laughs> No, we're not going to legalize this. <laughs> yes. Let yeah. me tell you about yourself. Yeah. So I saw um, a... Or I think either an interview with her, I read somewhere that they actually asked her to sing a different song. Yeah. They wanted her to sing something that was more like upbeat and party-ish. And she said, no, she was like, it's important. I need to do this. Right. And it was huge. Like people were so like, holy crap after that performance. Yeah. And like it got people talking about it yeah. a little bit in a way that like was necessary. Maybe it, about the old good times episodes. No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but but um, yeah, but, but yeah. that's great. That's, um, so what about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Another great one. I, um, do you want to make me a Spotify list of Janet Jackson hits? I will. Would you make me an eight song list? I like eight songs because I, I will listen to eight songs. I will make you an eight song list. It will right. be a very exciting eight songs because I have so many to choose from. Right. You have many to choose from. And then I and and, uh, and then I could post it in the notes so that people uh, could also... And then they can add their, their, they can say, oh, she didn't do that one. And yes. you were like, well, these are the eight that I had to pick eight. Yes. So exactly. pick eight. And <laughs> there's uh, like eight from like a hundred. You could pick. Right. <laughs> Why don't you pick eight that I could dance to? All right. Pick an eight, an eight song. Uh, or I suppose you could do it because uh, I think it was Lydia Popovich did eight uh Dolly Parton songs, mm -hmm. but they were all the saddest Dolly Parton <laughs> songs. They were like the most sad sack, uh, depressing. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And you're only going to listen to that eight song mix one time. One time. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then go, hmm. Yeah. Is there? <laughs> yes. No, I will do eight danceable songs because I think one of the things that like Janet doesn't get enough credit for because, you know, like, yes, there are people who are stronger singers than her and, you know, whatever, but it's just pure joy. Like when you watch her, mm -hmm. you go to see her show. And even when you just like drop on, put, pull up her playlist and put it on, it just makes you feel good. Okay. It's like It's joyful. feel good, joyful. And even when the lyrics are serious, the yeah. tone is in that place where you're just like, I can like, I can just dance this out and like yeah. feel a little better yeah. in the world. Okay. And I think like that's... That's a little underrated, and I feel like it's never been more important, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And um, it's interesting. I don't know. Do you think that she has been underrated? Because I, I know she's been marginalized, especially since the Nipgate. Yes. Uh, that was bad. I do. I mean, it sort of depends on who you talk to, right? I think that people who are are fans of hers, obviously, we appreciate, like, the full breadth of what she does. Right. I think there are people, you know, definitely who, like, well, but, you know, she's not the strongest singer, so she gets, like, knocked down a peg or two right. compared to, like, some of the women who are coming up at the same time as her, and certainly, like, in, you know, with Beyonce coming on and whatever. And I'm just like, right, right, but, like, everyone... Everyone who is successful in music, like their vocal range is different. There's all right. Know, I mean, things. I mean, if look, you're going to compare, yeah, there no musician in the world I love more than Prince. Prince is not necessarily the greatest singer who ever lived, right? Potentially the greatest musician who ever lived, right? Potentially, yep. <laughs> you know, and a brilliant songwriter and a showman of the first order, right? So, like, did I like? You know. But but if, if you wanted to compare him to the guy standing next to him, mm -hmm. they would have different strengths. That's right. all it is. Right. right. Exactly. And okay. so I think it's, you know. So, so sometimes people, uh, you know, the nitpicking with all of these famous people is, well, she's, you know, her chin's a little off. You're like, yeah. well, uh, fuck you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, and, yeah. And I think it's, you know, because she has, it's, you know, the music is a little more poppy and whatever. Like people tend to like write it. And I'm like, right. But if you really listen to it. Yeah. There's important stuff she's singing about. Right. And I, I think that in, in, in the big picture of all of this stuff with any of these people is 
is if you look at, especially, and you can, because there's 35 years of her career, you can look at what she's given to the, to the genre, mm-hmm. right? Where, and it is, it is some excellent messages and it's a lot of joy, Yes, you know, and maybe the joy is her legacy, yeah. right? Yeah. And I would say the other thing about her is that I, it matters so much to me, you know, being um, a black woman who's in entertainment and watching her. And I, I say the same thing about, you know, Vanessa Williams b- getting knocked down off of her pedestal when she was. Who was Vanessa Williams? Son Vanessa Williams. <laughs> so, Vanessa Williams was the first black Miss America who That's had her right. crown taken away from her, right? Oh, shit. To see society try to knock yeah knock them down yeah and to see them recover and basically be like no this is who i am yeah you will not tell me that i can't do yeah. the thing i want to do right right is so important because i think you know i i mean i grew up in a time when there was you know much fewer um faces that look like mine on television now there's a lot more right but all of us will have struggles. Like I, as a writer, will have struggled, whatever. And we have to survive those struggles so that the people coming up behind us see it. Yeah. And the fact that like these very public embarrassments happen right. to them. Right. And, and Janet, you know, continued to work. She right. just kept doing her thing. Yep. And now like, we're all like, great, let's go. Great. Like, how much are these tickets? Let's go see your own tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like. Right. Everybody, the survival rate is yes. important. Yeah. Yes. And it's, you know, that you, you can look and see like, yes, these women faced the kind of humiliation that can ruin a career. Right. And instead they just kept working. They kept they just working. kept their heads down. They kept working. And now they're who they, they're. Well, there's, you know what, I, I saw this thing and I tweeted about it and then I deleted it because it was, uh, it felt slightly condescending, maybe not even slightly, but it was just this whole thing about how there's all this celebration about how strong black women are and about how important it is to listen to strong black women and and, and this canonization of, of black women that doesn't admit this other thing it was like, why do they have to be so strong? Right. If you could just let everyone just be people and let everyone advance, like the civilization process is sometimes so fucking slow that you're just like, if just just be civilized and right. treat everyone as a person and and let like what I think about sometimes poor people and children who don't who 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 are you know sort of pigeonhole you know the living in the world they didn't make kind of mm-hmm. thing right where you're just like. There, we're throwing away so many geniuses, right? Like in the middle of India, you know, you're like yeah. someone who could cure cancer or someone who could, uh, I mean, it, or someone in in Minneapolis who just doesn't have the opportunities right. to, if, if you don't point them and give them all the tools, yep. they can't solve the problem that you don't know that they have the answer to. And so you're throwing away geniuses and you're not, it's just very... It's, it's like whenever I learn something like that, I have a huge desire to immediately go teach someone who, uh, <laughs> something I just learned. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's, but it is an important thing. You're right. Like I yeah. see those articles and it's true. It's like, yes, like we get looked at in that lens of like, you know, you're such a strong black woman and it's like, great. Cause I didn't have a choice. Right. Right. What am I going to do? Roll over? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And it's, but I think it is, it is important because you learn about that strength from the women in your life and your world. And I yep. come from a very strong black mother. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there was certainly that example <laughs> in my home. Right. But at the same time, it's like, but when you can look at the TV screen or you can go to a movie theater and you see someone who reflects that back to you, and then you hear about the fact that something hard happened to them. Yeah. And you see them stand back up. Right. And keep going. And yeah. you're like, right. Cause we can't give in. Like, right. It would be so easy. I mean, to have all the different people. It's yeah. not just your mom. Yeah. You know, and for, for hundreds of years, you've had to just look at your mom. Yeah. And just look at your grandma. And now you're like, oh, look, there's a TV show about strong people yes. who are like me, whatever that is. And you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And right? it's like, it's what, you know, seeing like, like women, you know, take on roles in action movies and stuff, like mm-hmm. regardless of their race, like it was so like, yes, right. Because Captain there Marvel. are women who are strong and yeah. amazing. And like, you know, and that's one of the things like when people were sort of beefing, sorry, we're totally going into Marvel, but like the, right. <laughs> the Marvel girl scene, you know, oh. in Endgame and like all, it's like, oh, right. Yeah. You know why? 
because we built that. Which like, new- they built that. Right, right. <laughs> movie after movie after movie. And yeah. we love them all. And we wanted to see them I all together. I want a shot. I want a shot of all of that. And I was like, I don't, that's not pandering to me. That's payoff. Right. You built a Ooh, universe. Nice. Because <laughs> I said, pander away. Yeah. That was my thing. I was like, <laughs> please do that. Yeah. I don't have, like, I'm not fine. Did pander you see Birds me. of Prey by any chance? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, here's the thing. It's so much better than Suicide Squad. And it was produced by Margot Robbie. Uh-huh. And get this, she's going to be 30 years old this year. Yep. And I'm like, what? Yeah, awesome. she is an impressive woman. She- and Kathy Yan, director. So woman director, woman producer, Suicide Squad, she was the best thing in it, I, I'm told. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw parts of it on an airplane. It was fine. But, uh, but it was like, it was a lot sexier. And it was a lot sort of um, that term man gaze. Mm-hmm. And Birds of Prey was just fun. Was just, and it was super dark. It was darker than Deadpool. And because Harley Quinn is genuinely kind of a piece of shit of yeah. a person. Yeah. And, uh, and there is some growth and there is a nice arc. And the woman who plays Canary is a delight. And the woman who plays the Huntress uh, is awesome. And Rosie Perez can do no wrong. <laughs> and uh, the kid who plays Cassandra Kane is outstanding. So it, but it's, it is, it's, Mm-hmm. A DC, much like Wonder Woman, it's a dark DC movie. Got it. But with women being awesome, okay. you know, well, and Margot see. Robbie thinking about doing Tank Girl. So wow. I, I would watch that as well because yeah. even the original Tank Girl, they put all the money into the tank and the jet, and they didn't have any money left for the costumes of the rabbits. <laughs> yes. And was that LL Cool J? I think he was a rabbit. Oh, God, um, I don't even remember. It was a lot of trouble. Yeah. Anyway, yes. uh, we are over an hour. Okay. Uh, we weeded <laughs> off. Into, we, we, because the thing about Nicole Levy is, what you should all know, is that there's a hundred hours of a hundred <laughs> different programs, TV shows, movies, Books and all kinds of nonsense uh, that you could talk about forever. <laughs> so people go to uh, Nice Old Light Cookies, Nicole Cookies, and um, watch The Banker and uh, watch Fate the Winks Saga in September. Thank you so much for doing the show. Thanks for having me. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?